Good evening, everyone. This is Melinda Russell with Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Tonight, my honor is to have Michelle Graves with us. Michelle lives in Ontario, Canada, and she's going to tell us about her race story, how she got interested in racing, and why she's so passionate about it. So welcome to the podcast, Michelle. How are you, Melinda? I'm doing really good. As uh, we talked a little bit ahead of time, um, I'm in the middle of uh, checking into my flight and packing my bag because I'm going to Daytona for 10 days. Nice. And I'm really excited about it. One, because at least the sun will be shining most of the time. And <laughs> in Michigan, it's been gray and cold and yucky for <laughs> the whole winter, it feels like. So I'm excited to take that trip, but we're going to hear your race story first for our podcast. And so we're going to start with just a little bit about yourself. Tell us um, like where you live, what you do, you know, do you have a family? Do you have pets? What's, what? Tell us about Michelle. Sounds good. Um, Michelle, I have uh, three children I raise on my own, three boys. I've um, actually did at Loyalist College here in Belleville, which is where I live. I did the automotive tech program. Um, I have a couple different diplomas. Uh, I've always been super smart. I have a little bit of ADHD, kind of always all over the map, never really knew what I wanted to do. And I've always had a passion for clothing. I'm very patriotic. I love Canada. We are, we are born in the absolutely most beautiful place in the world. Um, so I have a passion for clothing, passion for racing, and a passion for my country. So when I finished my program at Loyalist College, I actually again was like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. And at my age with three children, I really had to sit down and take a look at what my passions were so that I could make a career out of something. And I took those three passions and I made a Canadian clothing company that's actually targeted towards the motorsports industry. So um, I jumped right into it, both feet, and every door that's closed, I found another door and ran right through it, and a year and a half later, I'm here. I opened, it's called Air Sports Incorporated. It's spelled E-H-R, so the A, the Canadian. So uh, everyone gets a little laugh out of that. Um, but yeah, like, the people are amazing. Um, I'm involved with snowcross. I'm involved with the super bikes. I have four Canadian motorsports athletes now. Um, so two of which are in the, uh, super bikes and, uh, CSBK Canadian Superbike, And, uh, I have a little six year old snowcross racer. He's part of the Canadian snowcross race association. And I have, uh, my cousin Mick actually Kavanagh. He, uh, is motocross and then i have it originally started as air water sports and um until i incorporated and jamie calhoun is a water ski slalom racer and he's sitting uh number one in canada and all across the world for under 17. wow wow so i mean a year and a half and I'm doing it all on my own. My 12 year old son does a lot of my photography with me. So it's just like a family thing and I just keep busy and the people, like I said, are amazing. That's very, very cool. So when we're done, you're going to have to give us all the, for sure. 
yeah. you know, how to find it and get it on, get on with it. For sure. So, um, how did you get interested in motorsports? Uh, well, it started actually when I was young. My mom would take me to the snap-on races, the indie races in Toronto. So, uh, from there, I went to the Formula F1 races in Montreal. Um, I've just, I've always enjoyed going. Um, I actually had an Acura RSX, a uh, little five-speed that I used to take up to now is Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Mm -hmm. it used to be Mossport, and I used to take it there, and they had this little race. You could throw in your own personal vehicle for 20 bucks um, until I realized that your insurance company doesn't cover damages, and I was like, my car was kind of pretty. But, like, I've just always been into racing, um, doing stuff like that. I got my uh, bike license, so um, I ride street bikes. Um, I've just always enjoyed it. I, I love it. Awesome. I got my motorcycle license at the age of 50. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had gotten divorced, and I met my current husband, and he was a biker, and we rode, and he, he always said, the fun's not on the back. The fun's not on the back. So one day at lunch, I decided I was going to go take my motorcycle test and see if I could pass it. And That's I passed it. And they gave me my little thing so I could, um, you know, practice riding. Mm -hmm. and so I went to a little school on a weekend and of got course, my license. Yeah. And, but um, I sold my bike a couple of years ago when I had back surgery, but, um, so riding uh, not as good as it used to be, but, um, still, still love it. Still love motorcycle riding. So, um, we're actually a friend of mine, um, is actually doing a world record, Guinness world record, July 6th, Leona Davis. She owns a uh, dolls by design and we're doing a world record burnout all women and the money's going towards ptsd and uh women's shelters across canada oh my gosh that's cool you'll have to keep let me know about all that and i'll put some stuff on the website about it that's very for sure cool. yeah no for sure we have uh, women coming from ireland and all over the place so nice yeah so cool people do so many amazing things and you don't know about them unless you know like i talked to you about it so um, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. So, no. Michelle, tell me, uh, what is something that most people don't know about you? I'm not actually, am I allowed to swear? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not actually a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> people think that you are. <laughs> it just, it, I think it's just cause I'm so, um, I'm very honest. And I'm, uh, I'm old fashioned. Um, I'm also covered in tattoos. I'm five one. So people just assume that like, I'm this ball of like in your face and energy. And I'm, I'm the most loyal, honest, caring person out there. And I just, I come across, I guess, to some people almost intimidating. Okay. So, and I'm really not, I'm just a big giant ball of hugs. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. So I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Um, I'm sure when people get to know you, they know that you're a sweetheart. Yeah. So you've founded this company, yep. and you work night and day because when you own a company, you work night and day, and you think about it when you go to bed, and you hmm. think about it when you get out of bed in the morning. Um, so that's absolutely. That's you put your passions together, which is really 
Um, you know, a lot of people don't take the time to think about that. They go to school for a job, they get a job, and they're in the job until they retire, and then they look back and say, dang, I really wish I'd have done this, or I didn't know you could do this. And, and um, so I admire you for that, especially when you're raising three boys. That can't be easy. So um, uh, I applaud you for that. Thank so, you. I, I appreciate that. What, does, what did your friends and family think when you decided to start this company? To be honest, they were probably like, oh, what now? Because like I said, like I've kind of dabbled in everything. Um, like I just, I'm all over the map all the time. And like my mom was a single parent and like I'm an only child. And I mean, I've moved umpteen thousand times and I, I have a geology diploma. I have an automotive tech diploma I've done lashes like I I'm all over the map and I mean I just I really had to like figure it out because at 35 years old raising three kids I knew that I needed to do something that would keep me interested for years because I can't let's face it OSAP is not fun paying back debt and like if I'm not interested in it, I took the car automotive thing because again, it's automotive. It has to do with engines and cars and just the people, right? So, uh, I mean, I just think I was a little too pretty for that industry. <laughs> yeah. So, and again, I can't work cooped up somewhere. I like the events. I like talking to people. Mm -hmm. I love athletes. I love the drive. I love all of that. So. I just ended up doing this. Yeah, I love the stories. I, I've written so many stories in the last year and a half about, I don't know where the time has gone. I, I sat down and looked at the magazines and I, you know, it's a big stack and I showed my husband, I said, I can't believe I've written this yeah. many stories. And it's to the point now where I, I'm going to have to go back and make a list of everybody because I, uh -huh. I forget like if I've had them in the magazine or not, but it's something that I was passionate about, just like you, and I love the stories. And everybody's got one, right? Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, it's so I, true. And the people, I'm telling you, I have never came out of my shell. I used to be a little, like, socially, like, kind of, you know, I would keep back from people. Mm -hmm. um, really, I kind of had trust issues with people. I like my little circle. Um, when I first started, I had a lot of people say, like, you gotta learn to not say um because i used to not be as confident you know what i mean um i was with people i knew but like people i didn't know i was kind of hesitant and i i would try to say my story and be like um um and it's not confident and yeah. in the last year and a half like um isn't part of my category anymore it's kind of weird i'm saying it and like just uh it's i love the people like mm -hmm. every so inviting so welcoming um you still run into your your people you know it's a business but it's a different level you know and like yeah. you're right you never shut it down it never stops it never turns off right. um but i keep going i keep going so yeah. yeah and especially if you're passionate about it if you're passionate about what you're doing you're just constantly thinking about like for you new products new places you could go to share it and all those things and for me it's the people that i've met like you that i 
I've interviewed or I've met at the racetrack or they I've met through social media and you know, I feel like I know them, especially the ones that I do the podcast with, because being able to talk back and forth like we're doing, it really makes you feel like you start to get to know somebody. And then, you know, I go to an event and I actually meet some of these ladies and gals in person and they give you a big hug. Yeah. So it's just like your family. Yeah. Right. The first time. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. And the people, that's the thing, right? Like the people I've had the opportunity to meet and and speak to i never would have had that opportunity before me either me either so, so and i love that what's your what's your you're only 35 years old so what's your long-term goal where do you see your company going what's your what's your dream at the end when you retire and sell it for millions well there you go you just said it like <laughs> i will never sell it um i don't think uh it's going to be millions. It's going to be worth millions. Um, I, I honestly, my competition in my brain and where I see me going, um, Fox, I'm going to be bigger than Fox. Um, you know what? Like, uh, that's what I do. I'm not going to stop. Like I'll go to the ends of the earth if I have to. I mean like Fox, I wear Fox. Um, they're an inspiration to me, you know, like yeah, we all started somewhere and, uh, just um, be good to people. I want to give back. Um, a lot of people don't know, but with my company, like when I sell a piece of apparel, every piece of apparel I sell, I give a dollar from each piece of apparel. At the end of every year, it goes into like a pot and like the community or someone in Canada can nominate a child. And I give that money at the end of every year to a child to get into sports. Very you know, nice. A lot of people I, they don't know that, right? So, like, right. just um, any way that I can give back and just inspire people and, like, just keep moving forward. But millions, for sure. Millions. Absolutely. So, how old are your three boys? Okay, so I have a 12-year-old, and I have a 10-year-old, and I have a 4-year-old. And, okay. uh, yeah, I do it on my own. Yep. Yeah, so the 12-year-old is old enough to help. Like you said, he helps you with the photography. And um, the, even the little ones can help. They can carry boxes and, and do yeah. all kinds of things to help. So you got to make sure everybody's got their hand in to help you. But, um, yeah. it's you know, because it's their life, it's for them too. What you're doing is not just for you. It's for them. So I'm sure. They enjoy, going to the, they enjoy going to the events and VIP treatment and stuff, I think, a little bit more than anything. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like that too. Are you kidding? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what is your favorite kind of racing to watch? Um, Formula One. Still okay. the, I, the noise of that, like, I don't do earplugs. I just don't do it. Like, I mean, you... Like, I get for kids and babies and stuff and elderly, but, like, that scream just does it for me every single time. Mm -hmm. Every single time. The sights, the sounds, and the smells are what you just, you know, you just can't get it out of your blood for sure. Yeah, and then and probably bikes right after that because, I mean, that's a whole different thing on its own. Like, I mean... That's you and the bike and the ground. That's it. So, yeah. My husband and I, for about 10 years, went to mid-Ohio 
race car. It's a race course. I think mm -hmm. Xfinity cars even run there, but yeah, yeah. Uh, they had the super bike series yep. and they're, they're just, there just isn't the good series like there used to be, but we didn't miss it. And wow, those guys, 180 down the back stretch. And it was just oh. amazing. What it do, and if they if they fell, it was it was over. You know, they they weren't going to get back up and go. No, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, they they definitely have no fear. You got to have no fear. No, and you know what always got me was when their those knees rub the ground and their the knees of their suits are like worn through and stuff. It's just it's really really, it. really cool to watch. Super yeah. cool, love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So when you started your company. Um, you liked fashion and you loved motorsports. So what did you like? What do you sell? What did you start with? Are they t-shirts? Are they, what are they? So literally, um, I just sell like staple pieces. It's like a lifestyle brand. So I have like trucker hats, t-shirts, uh, made in Canada, bamboo hoodies. Um, I have towels cause at one point I was the water sports until I incorporated to sports in general. Okay. Motorsports now um so yeah like just a decals like and they're not stickers they're decals so like that stuff's not coming off you can put it on bolts and vehicles uh -huh. motorcycles cars like wakeboards you name it they're going on they're not coming off okay all yeah. right so did you design most of this yourself or did you have somebody oh, else help you my logos i designed all on my own um i incorporated when i did the actual ehr logo i incorporated uh someone said why don't you put the canadian flag into it because my original water sports logo has the canadian leaf in it and the air sports i wanted it more gnarly because it's racing right yeah. and like it's missing your canadian theme right and so we incorporated the flag, the Canadian flag, into the actual lettering. So okay. I'm, yeah, so like I just, yeah, but the ideas come right from my brain and I just sit here and things pop in my head and I'm like, I run with it. Okay, well that's the best way to do it because it's all original then. Yeah, and, and then manufacturing. Go ahead. Manufacturing uh, is like, if I can't get it bought in Canada, I actually, or like made in Canada, I buy it off like a .ca site or something like that. So it's okay. still going, generating something back in. And then all of my printing and everything is actually done locally through a local company. So I'm trying to give as much back locally as I can and yeah. to the Canadian economy. Very good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what, you, you know, made in the USA, made in Canada for you. That's, that's the best, best thing to keep but I love my doing, right? I love my States people too, though. Like I, I pride myself in like, I lived in South Carolina, Myrtle beach for like a year when I was growing up as a kid. I have it like literally the South Carolina symbol on my neck. Like I love my American friends, but yeah, like Canada is like, we're very lucky, lucky to be here. Very, yeah. very lucky. Yeah. That's what all my Canadian friends tell me. So yeah, we have yeah. room. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, tell me like, um, you sell online, I assume. 
Mm -hmm. Okay. So why don't and you then most at events? I take my okay. 20 foot tent and I go to these events and I go to Shannonville uh, Motorsport Park. I go to Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. I go to pretty much like any place that'll take me and let me set up my booth. And I talk to everyone that walks by and I hand out business cards and I got my son there taking pictures and our little backdrop. And I make everyone kind of feel like their own little celebrity. Very, very cool. So yeah, that's the part I love. Like if I could get my husband to retire and I could get my fifth wheel that I want, um, I would like to live in Arizona in the winter where my daughters live, two of my daughters. Yep. And then I, I would travel across the country back and forth until the weather in Michigan got at least in the 60s. <laughs> and then I would come back here and, and live here really in the summer. My granddaughter races, and I don't want to miss that. But I also then would, you know, we're lucky here. We have so many tracks. I, I, within two hours, I probably have 10 or 15 tracks from where exactly. I live. But um, I, I want to be able to go to other tracks too and meet meet all these ladies and watch them race and um and so uh that's kind of that's kind of my goal for what i want to do um and it's same kind of thing it's talking to the people you talk to everybody that goes by and um and i want to talk to all these ladies that i've told their stories and i want to watch them race or whatever they're they're involved in you inspire me actually and and to be honest this is my first ever interview ever Really? Well, you're doing great. I wouldn't have ever thought that. You, you're very personable, so it makes well, thank sense. you. Thank so, you. Tell me something that you're really proud of, like maybe it's uh, you know your clothing company, or it's you know just what is something if you look in your life and you say, "I'm 35 years old, and I'm really proud that I have done or seen or whatever." Uh, Someone just recently asked me this question and uh, that that's a hard one. That's, that's a hard one. Cause uh, I think the right answer, I think the one everyone ex expects is like, you're proud of your children as a parent. I, that's the expected answer. But I mean, I chose to have kids. Like, I mean, of course I'm proud of them. That's, that's just a normal thing. Right. Right. Personally, I'm definitely proud of how far I've come personally with myself. Um, I mean, we've all come from different walks of life, all of us, and we all have a story. Some's a little rougher than others. Right. But um, I would have to say anyone that truly knows me, um, on and off throughout my life, I've had anxiety and depression and just gone through a lot of different things. And I mean, I'm just, I'm still doing it. And I'm still like, you know what, as far as I've come on my own, for me, that's what makes me proud because I mean, not many, it could have went one or two ways, right? I could have, right. I could have failed terribly. Right. I didn't. I just, I keep going. There's some days that I really don't want to, but I do. And I mean, if it wasn't for my kids, I don't really know if that story would be the same. They, they keep me going. 
-hmm. but um, I'm proud that I haven't, that I, uh, I keep going. Like I just. So Michelle, have you ever heard of Rachel Hollis? Never, no. Okay, I want you to Google her when we're done talking. Uh, okay. She wrote a book called Girl, Wash Your Face. And it was the number two best-selling book last year in the United, well, wherever she sells it, in the United States, the world, wherever, I don't know. It's okay. also, you can listen to it on Audible. Okay. But what she says in the book is she went through a lot of things in her life. And one of the things she says that I love is that why she is successful now is because she kept showing up. When other people quit and gave up, she kept showing up. So she, and she speaks now and, and she does a podcast, which I highly recommend. It's called Rise. Okay. Great podcast. And I think you would love it. And, she, and the fact that she says, I kept showing up. There's, you know, I, yes, we've all gone through stuff, as my sister would say. Everybody has their stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, I had back surgery a couple years ago, which really changed my life. But I, this has given me new, new life, this association and talking to all of you women. I get so excited and so, you know, like you encourage me to keep showing up because you are. And, and you'll, you'll love her podcast and her book. And I think that's why you are where you are now with your new company is that you could have gone down, 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 and instead you made yourself into something and it's growing and it's your passion and you keep showing up. And, and that's something too for your boys to see that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yep. You're going to make me tear up. Oh no, we're not going to cry. <laughs> no way, baby. <laughs> no. So, um, if you were to define success for yourself and your business, what does that look like? <laughs> Here's where my old school values are going to come back up again. Not screwing people over to get where you want to be in life. That is my number one, absolute number one thing, is that I want to be known and my company be known for good, not for screwing people over. Like I, when I get there, I'm going to be okay and not look back and go, maybe that like, and that probably wasn't great. That's not who I am. I, I'm going to do it way. And people are going to recognize and are recognizing that like, it might take me a little longer and I might be a bit of a pushover and like it, you know what, but I'm going to do it honestly and truthfully. Right. Because then you never have to look back and feel guilty or have regrets. One of, the, one of my favorite hashtags that I use quite often, and if you follow me personally, on my personal page, you'll see me post hashtag no regrets. And, and that's, I, I have been through enough things in my life that I sometimes am able to share where I've been in the past or I, I just lost my son in November to suicide and I have no regrets where he was concerned. You know, I, I have regrets about him and his life, but I feel like I always did as much, probably more than I should have. 
and I and so it be it surprises me the people that have reached out to me since that time mm -hmm. and and it's no regrets so you know use that hashtag and say my business when I look back when I'm 63 like I am and you look back and you say I have no regrets I did the best I could and and um, yeah so I I'm gonna encourage you to use that hashtag I uh, I can relate to you on that note. Um, my not, he was my ten year old. He has suffered with mental health his whole life since birth. It was emergency C section, and he's always really had a hard time finding his place, especially in the school settings. Um, medicated uh, struggles a lot in school behavioral. Uh, last April, he actually tried to kill himself, nine, nine years old. And, you know, I can totally relate with you because that's still a fear. It will always be a fear. Um, and on, I, I'm sorry. Uh, but you know what really hit for me was when he was admitted to a children's psychiatric ward for six days and no mom, no family, just he was left. And uh, when I walked in, there was another mother sitting outside her kid's room in the hall. And it was lights out. And she was reading a book. And she looked up at me. And without words, it was the most awe feeling I've ever had. Like, I've never met this woman. But I'm telling you, like it's not in your hands. Like, uh, like we're never, we, our days are numbered and we can just do and be there for them. Yeah. I mean, that's it. And maybe I'm one of the luckier ones. And since then he's had a huge wake up call. And I honestly think that that's what he needed. Yeah. Um, because he's a totally different child now. Like, He's my, my gem now out of the three. He's the one where he's like, you know, and he's like my little go-getter. And now I'm like, oh, did it take that? Yeah. But it's a real, mental health is a real, real thing. And uh, that's another thing I stand behind is mental health, 110%. Well, I'm going to keep your little guy in my prayers. And uh, yeah. But, you know, it's um, it's interesting that our conversation has turned from really kind of motor sports, but the fact is that that's just the superficial thing that we enjoy that we do on the weekends. The thing mm -hmm. that really matters is the relationships that we build and the yep. friends that we make and the people that we can reach out to and say, hey, I'm having a rough day. I need some prayers. I need you to think, you know, give me some uh, good vibes today. And for me, that is the biggest blessing that I have after starting this because the people that I've met and the stories that I've heard, just like yours tonight, amazing story. And, and you know, could be life-changing for someone else to hear that. Um, yeah. People reach out to me, you know, and, and share about someone they've lost that, you know, I had no idea. A lot of people uh, just I know on social media. And so um, it was really interesting and it was comforting 
Yeah. So many people that I really didn't know that well reach out to me. So um, we're not alone. No, absolutely not, not alone. alone. So thank you for, you know, you've really shared some things tonight that a lot of people would not have been comfortable sharing. So I, I appreciate that. And hopefully that's going to help some other people along the road. So I hope so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Michelle, what is, have I, something that I haven't asked you about that you wanted to share either about yourself, about your business. Um, so we're, you know, tell me that. And then also give us the information of where we can get online and find your products. Okay. Um, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to make this one about me. Um, I'm going to mention my sponsored athletes actually and give them a little recognition. Um, I mean, cause, uh, they're a big part of what I do as well. So like, I'm going to do this last little bit for them. Okay. Um, so my, uh, I have four sponsored athletes. Like I said, I have Zach Hackett, number 162. He races for the CSRA, the Canadian Snowcross Race Association. He's in his third year this year. He's six. He's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, he's from Harrow Smith, Ontario, and I'm, I'm his sponsor. And his mom and his dad, obviously, are like fully backing him up. And uh, so he's amazing. Then I have Mick Kavanagh, number 101. He races motocross. And he's 16. This is his sixth year racing. Uh, they actually race at the track Burnt River. Ontario. So that's their home track. Uh, he's from Stouffville, Ontario. His sponsored athletes are my company, which is from Belleville, Ontario, Air Sports Incorporated. Off the track, Edge Performance Dealership, which is in Bradford. Um, then I have Thomas Cassis, and he's a uh, second year, actually, um, pro superbike champion. For wow. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, last uh, year, actually, last summer, he won with a seven-second lead. Wow. It wasn't even a race at that point. Sorry to all the other racers, but, like, that kid is unbelievable, phenomenal. He's doing amazing. Uh, my oldest son actually is taking a little fancy to him, wants to be his best bud, thinks he's just the coolest thing. And how old uh, is he? He's 19. He's been racing for 15 years. He got his first motocross bike at four. Wow. He's, he's from Columbia and is now a Canadian citizen. He's out of Peterborough, Ontario. Um, so he's a CSBK, Canadian Superbike Racer. Um, he actually has a list of sponsors. So like he, uh, it's like pretty lengthy. Uh, he rides Yamaha. Um, so if anyone wants to check him out, this, this stuff's all on my website. So okay. I can my website, you can go to athletes and check them all out. Um, and then Connor Campbell started racing, uh, two years ago. He's number 814. He's also super bike racer, uh, CSPK. His hometown's Ottawa and his sponsors are Air Sports Incorporated and DP Brakes. And, uh, yeah, besides that, I just wanted to give them all a shout out and say absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, you know, that's a long list of people that you sponsor. That's very admirable for no longer than you've been in business. 
I, I and I had a few others, uh, and then again, Jamie Calhoun is my old water sports um, sponsored athlete, who's my very first sponsored athlete, and the only reason he found me again, the joy of social media. He's from Tweed, Ontario, and grew up water skiing on Stokoe Lake, and saw my Instagram page and saw it was from Belleville, and he reached out to me. And like I said, um, he, he's amazing. He's number one under 17 all of, all of the world for his age group for slalom water skiing. Wow. So, so I don't think so about Canadians being water skiing champions. He, he's pretty great. Him and his sister are actually uh, going to school in the States. They've been down in the States going to college and university and racing down there and getting trained down there. So they, they do most of their training in Florida. They're, they're doing all right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not more normal that they'd be in Florida. Yeah, no, they're doing great. So, I mean, you know what? Uh, I've had the opportunity to be involved with some great athletes, too. And so I, I just love them all the bits. I just think they're, they're, they're sweet. Well, your face just lights up when you talk about them. So when you watch this back, you're going to see that. See that. Cool. See that you think a lot of them. So. Right on. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. It was really nice to meet you as well. Nice to meet you as well, Michelle. And, and to, you know, I feel like I really connected with you tonight. So I'm, I'm glad we were able to talk. And what is your website? Where, where do we go to find your clothing? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so Facebook is um, Facebook at Air Sports Incorporated. So EHR Sports Inc. Uh, same hashtag for um, Instagram, like the same spot at Air Sports Inc. Um, and then www.airsports.com. Okay. All right. And uh, yeah, you guys can find me, check it out. I'm already following you on Facebook and all the great things that you do. And I mean, um, also, too, again, that women's uh, burnout. It's yeah. the it's uh, raising money for PTSD um, and uh, women's shelters across Canada and it's global. We're trying to, they're trying to actually like do a world record. We're going to win it. So, I mean, and it's, it's all the money is going towards a charity uh, women's shelter of someone, whoever wins or raises the most money is uh, getting to choose the shelter okay. that they want. All right. Well, when we get done here, send me some information about that over the Absolutely. next week or so. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to know more about that. That sounds cool. Well, you know what? I can actually set her up. I'll tell her, or I'll send you her information. She might be someone good that you can get a hold of to do a story on as well. Absolutely. That sounds great. I'm always looking for ladies like you to talk to. So cool. Awesome. Cool. I can't wait to actually meet you. Thank you. <laughs> well, Michelle, I've really enjoyed talking with you and hearing your story. Thank you for, again, for being so open and sharing things with us that are hard to talk about sometimes. And I appreciate that. And Absolutely. best wishes for your million dollar business that I know you're going to have. Thank um, you. And I just, I can see that you're passionate about it. And when you're passionate about something, nobody's going to stop you. So um, I'm, I'm so glad that we got to finally connect tonight. And um, I know our listeners are going to love hearing your story. So you kiss those babies and, uh, 
and love on those kids and get that business up and running. And I will see you in person one of these days soon. You have fun in Daytona. I will have fun in Daytona. <laughs> All right. Yes. Thank you. All right, hon. Have a good night. Bye.